is a Zerbinator Land production. Enjoy! My name is Zerb, and I am not happy. This is a Halloween podcast. So sit down and relax, and come with us on a journey to our past and your future. Right here on Jack's Lantern. Jack's Lantern. Hello and welcome to episode two. Matthew, how are you today? I'm good, Kevin. How are you doing? Episode two, I'm very excited. Yeah, tonight we're going to be covering costumes and costume changes over the years. And we're also going to talk about trick or treat stories. That doesn't mean we're making them up. That means we're telling you the truth. The whole truth. Yes. And yes. nothing but truth. And the costumes and the costume changes. Let's go ahead and kick that off now. Jack's Lantern. <laughs> you know. I. You know. Uh, I've worn quite a few. I, I sound like a mix between Roger Rabbit and Christopher Walken. <laughs> You know, I've won a lot of costumes. I'm 51 years old now. Have you hit in your 50s yet? I'll be 50 next year. So you're right on the, you're hitting your head on the ceiling. And legally, you can trick or treat for the last time. Because 50 and up should not ever trick or treat. 40 and under, 40 and up to 49 is allowed. Why? 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 I just said so. But Why? Oh, but the reason being why is... Can't you, why can't you trick-or-treat after 50? Oh, 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 because of the lack of maturity by human beings nowadays at my age to go walking up and down the street when I wrinkle this much without makeup. I have enough trouble walking by myself at night. If you don't have a pet at night, you'll get pulled over and attacked. <laughs> Forget I said anything. Taking a turn. Taking, taking a turn. <laughs> Because 50 ain't thrifty, it's nifty, and if you eat them tooth fairy killers, you're going to be really upset. Yeah, I don't want to be upset, so I'll quit at 52. Not 52, but 50 also. As well. I see. Okay, I figured that's what you meant. But that is the truth. That is the truth. Unless I have children or a dog, I don't go out on Halloween. (laughs) I just don't. I'll stay at the door. Because what you're doing out here by yourself and undressed, walking with a hoodie... Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. In age, <laughs> at least in Connecticut, uh, yeah. No, that's everywhere. Well, that's true. The earliest costume that you can remember wearing, what was it that you wore? Earliest costume I remember wearing that wasn't my choice. And your age, please. So the year, the I age. Was in kinder- I was I was in kindergarten, hmm. and I was a hobo. Oh, you guys couldn't afford to live anywhere. No, no, I, I wasn't actually a hobo. Oh, this is your costume. We had a house. I get it. I'm talking my. I, I'm talking the costume. You know, my mom put uh, put her makeup on my face to make me look dirty, and they wouldn't <laughs> buy me like a, a fake mustache. I had to have one drawn on. Of course. And they, of course. Yep, yeah, yeah. And then and then they went and got a stick from the backyard. <laughs> and they Not said, a big stick, but a little itty bitty stick. Oh, thank God, because that hurts less. They tied a ban- they tied a bandana with some uh, newspapers in it. I love this. I had to carry it carry it over my shoulder. <laughs> a pair of uh, overalls. Did you have candy <laughs> then, in the? Uh, did you put your candy in that stick or no? 
No, I had a plastic bag that I put uh, okay. candy in, so it was really tough trying to hold hold on to the stick with the with the bag on it, and then the candy bag, right? The plastic candy bag. <laughs> I can imagine. And then you wonder which bag's more important, right? Right. Keeping up the appearances oh, no, or feeding your face later, right? And and of course you know that feeding your face later is the most important. Always on Halloween evening or next morning even though you know you had some in the evening i mean your parents are supposed to check it but come on kids how many times did you shove your hands down in that bag and at this point in age being kindergarten my sister was young enough that she didn't really trick-or-treat so trick-or-treat was all mine me and my dad would walk up and down the up and down the streets and go up to each and every house how much of a load did you bring back quarter half full i probably was probably pretty full yeah. At that point in time, everybody was given candy. And you know, Halloween costume. So anyway, Kevin, what what was the earliest costume you remember wearing? The earliest one I can remember would have to be there. Uh, uh, it would have been Frankenstein that I can think of that I worked my butt on making because of a book that I think we both had. Monster makeup and monster shows to put on by Alan Ormsby, and this book taught me how to make one heck of a good Frankenstein with a paper bag over my head. Yeah. Paper bag over my head, cotton there to make the eyebrows, you know, big and full and luscious. And then uh, how to put corks on your neck. And uh, I wore a black outfit and I went out and thing fell apart every house I went. Just pieces (laughs) falling, mess, anger, frustration, um, a lot of cursing at an age that's just not appropriate. And uh, a half a bag of candy because uh, my parents were getting very upset with me. Actually, it's my dad. My dad was the one who suffered taking us out. So that kind of ruined things. Yeah. But, but that was it. That was my first outfit. I wanted to ask you in the costume, what was the last costume you had ever worn on a Halloween night, even as far as last year? The last Halloween costume I remember wearing. Yeah which would have been in high school, hmm. was a mashup costume. And what it was was a orange gorilla mask. Mm-hmm. And then I had I love the color. fly eyeballs with a fly proboscis that I put over the, the, the uh, gorilla mask. I have a question before we continue being friends how do you know the name of the fly thing that sticks out of its face what did you say the proboscis Proboscis. that sounds like an english teacher's name (laughs) i'm sorry that that threw me for the biggest loop i have i think i've never heard anyone ever say that proboscis that's a pretty name. I like that. Proboscis. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a heavy metal band. But then I also had, I also had uh, gorilla pants. You know, the, the rubber ones with the, with the, the orange cr- hair on it. Yeah, the appendages with the black nails. Yes. Okay, yep, I'm yep. with you. And then, I, and, then I, and then I wore a um, jean jacket. <laughs> so, like Teen so, Wolf? So teen Ape? Yeah, kind of like Teen Wolf or something. <laughs> teen, teen Ape. Fly guy. Exactly. Teenage fly guy. <laughs> Pabuscus, man. Costume changes over the years. Have you noticed 
that let's talk about the difference between of course the 70s until the 2000s uh, okay. 1970 uh, to, uh, and I can honestly give you a fair assessment today Walgreens started loading up with Halloween masks and so this is what's on sale now they are just like they were then except the plastic is recycled and 3D printed meaning yes. meaning that it's it's manufactured it's quite high quality each mask is exact and you hold them up to each other and it's oh somebody agreed and each one matched each other exactly laser precision but the point of that is is that if you remember in the 70s the hard thing about wearing a mask was the metal staples sticking into the side of your cheeks and then your eyes being mm-hmm. slid into by the hard plastic so just for fun, I put each one of these masks on after taking off my COVID mask, of course. And I put on the masks. And the coolest part is that the chin is banded underneath. All of the masks in Walgreens had banded chins underneath. When you open your mouth, the mask's mouth opens. Much better quality. Yes. Much scarier looking. And it's almost a full... It's not a kid-sized face. It's a grown-up's face. Kids are going to feel a little uncomfortable. So I'm thinking... We're up for some really interesting Halloweens. But back in the day, they had reflectors on them so you wouldn't get killed in the streets. Right. Outfits now, solid black. Yep. yep. <laughs> solid black. I remember back in the 70s and the 80s, they had the Ben Cooper outfits, which were, which were, in, a, which were in a sealed box. Yeah. So you knew when you bought one, it was as sterile as it could be. Well, now you go to these stores, you know, Spirit Halloween and stuff, and you see everybody putting on every mask. How do I look scary? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you got little kids. Yeah. You got older kids, and you got adults. Grabbing and touching. The costumes back in the 70s and 80s were much more simple. Yeah. Not as not as graphic and not as realistic as they are today. And the ones they make today are amazing. I mean, like you said, you, you can put them on and, 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 and your mouth moves. Or or you got one with real-looking eyes that look back and forth and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly, exactly. But, but the thought of wearing a kooky spook outfit from 1980s <laughs> where, where all it was was it was this hat that was like the one I remember it was it was a bat and and it was vinyl and you blew it up and you put up put it on your you tied it under your chin and you wore it on top of your head and then you made up your face. Yeah. And that and and that was what Halloween was. Yeah. And nowadays you go and you, you buy a costume that looks way too real or 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 the couples' outfits that drive me freaking crazy. Well, we went, we went, we went to the the Spirit Halloween. Yeah. And and you can't find a woman's costume that is not a sexy something. Right. Unless she goes as the toilet and you dress up as the turd. That's the only thing. Right. But still, she has nice right. leggings and high heels because you know toilets they have the well, high yeah, it's, heels. It, it's still sexy toilet. Sexy toilet. Yeah. So, Matt, I'm going to ask you two questions and uh, first give you my last costume that I wore, which was last year, Scully Jones for the Haunted House for the Kids when they came through. 
the grandkids. Ah. So yeah, I did a little haunted house here in the basement with all these goodies. Um, That's cool. Thank you. Uh, this year, I think I'll be Scully again. I'm not sure. But I wanted to ask you this. Of all of your costumes, what was your favorite costume that you ever had? Well, I can tell you the one that I hated the most. Not the question asked. Don't don't ruin Halloween. All right, which one did you hate the most? <laughs> okay, so I don't remember what age I was. Mm-hmm. I, it was old enough to remember, so I was probably, I don't know, maybe second, third grade or so. But it was a costume that my mom actually wore to, to a Halloween party, and it was a dog. So uh-huh. I, I wore this, I wore um, white thermals. Yeah. And then, and then she put pantyhose on my head for ears. Rude. And then she painted my face up like a dog, had a a stake, uh, like a dog toy stake, around my neck. <laughs> and this was Halloween. This was Halloween. Okay. And I, I didn't like that costume. I wouldn't. But, uh, I wouldn't like that any time of year. You know, maybe the my favorite costume that I ever had on mm-hmm. besides besides the uh, um, Ben Cooper Star Wars <laughs> costume those were always pretty I think my favorite costume was it, there was there was a point in time when I was really into the Phantom of the Opera so that's what I dressed up as I had the half mask and I had a, had a cloak and oh yeah I was dressed up with with, with a with a bow tie and a white shirt fancy shoes and fancy pants <laughs> I'm sure you went right all, I, I'm sure you gave it all the proper respect and honor that, that you would to make that outfit because I do know what your favorite movie is of all time yes. so yeah. <laughs> really dressed up to the nines for that one so that's, that's pretty cool my favorite my favorite to this day is always going to be the outfit that I wore when I went trick-or-treating with my daughter Kate and her buddy and we went out and they went as peace and quiet like Ferg and I did once for a Please Stand By episode way, way back. Uh, Kate was a mime, and her friend was a hippie. Scratch that. It was the other way around. Scratch that. Reverse it. Put it together. There you go. That's the way it was. And I dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow, love, and I would go door to door, and they'd ring the doorbell, and I'd go, Good evening, love. I was wondering if you had some candy and some time to sit with us and enjoy the lavishness of chocolates and loves. And they would melt. They would melt. They'd be like, Sure, would you like to come inside? And I was like, No, I can't, because this little piece of metal around my finger won't let me. So, so when you were trick or treating as um, Jack Sparrow, and you met that lady, yeah, it was Maureen Stapleton. Watchy, watchy, come inside. Would you open the door, huh? Let her in. Hey, all that, all that discussion about costume and costume changes over the years has really brought me to the point of being hungry. Would you like to discuss yeah. some trick-or-treat stories? Tricks or treats. I'll take them both. And now, trick or treat. I wanted to ask you this, Matthew. All the years that you have lived on this planet, you say you're 49. In those 49 years, have you ever destroyed somebody else's property for your own enjoyment on a Halloween evening? I have not. God bless you. 
Then I'll say neither have I. Kind of makes me think that you have a story. Oh, I do. I wouldn't have even put this in here. I have quite a few. But judging from the fact that you have none, and to save my own face, I think it would be better if I was to go down the alley of ignorance. All right, I'll tell you my story. I want to hear the debaucherous things you did as a child. Oh, my gosh. as a child. No, I was still quite childish. I went out and bought some eggs and decided to try it. I only took like three or four of them, I think, and probably more, but for the episode, probably about three or four. And I sure did clock a couple of houses when I was a kid, um, just to see. But the stupid part was that I threw them from my own yard because that way I was safe at base. And I just like, you know, threw them out like, like a helicopter, just throwing, <laughs> throwing eggs in all directions, probably hitting my own house along the way. And again, you say you don't you've never done any. No, I I I was too scared. I appreciate that. I was that. too scared as a kid. Now I have to ask though. Please. Now did you have fresh eggs or did you have rotten eggs? No, I was careful enough to use the fresh eggs. And I lived in a high class area, so our eggs were the best. Now you didn't hit any cars, did you? If I did, it was unbeknownst to me because I have no clue where they landed. I just remember tossing them like a helicopter or frantically. Trying to get it out of my system almost, uh, yeah, just trying to try it, I think. Yeah. Just like the time I threw a bunch of toilet paper all over another person's house and trees. What's that called? Uh, loitering. Yeah, T T P. Damn, I really thought we'd have uh, we'd have some matching stories here, and uh, <laughs> nothing else, huh? No, no. <laughs> oh. I was a good little boy. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything like you did. Yeah, I did a ton. I did a ton of naughties, and uh, I I wish I I wish I didn't. But at the same time, I'm glad I did for tonight's episode. I, I wish I had. Oh well, we can go back and try it. How are we going to do that? You have a time machine? Have you ever known me not to have a time machine on any of my shows? You know, I I haven't. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. Whoa, 1975. Wow, I'm three years old. No, you're not. You feel like it, but you're not. Trust me, I've done this before. It's okay. Okay. Shake it off, shake it off. It takes a while. (laughs) There you go. So I'm going to take this rock. No, 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 wait. Don't, don't. Uh, forget it. We're going. I have nothing here for us in 1975. <laughs> okay. We're going back. Let's go back then. Sorry. We're sorry. Sorry, sorry. We're back. Oh, okay. Here we are. Good old-fashioned 2021. Boy, it sucks. Matt, the earliest trick-or-treat candy that you can remember receiving, like, like you were in trick-or-treating, and all of a sudden you heard that plastic sack being hit with a weighted object. What was that object? It was a Three Musketeers bar. Whoa! You remember it. Fun size. Fun size, yes. Became my long-standing chocolate bar. Awesome. Three Musketeers. And what I would do, every time after I pulled it out of the sack, I'd open it up and I'd chew all the chocolate off all the sides. (laughs) Squish it out. And then I would eat I'd eat the nugget by itself. <laughs> nugget. It's nougat. It's not nugget. No, it's not nugget. Nougat. Nougat. That's it. It's nougat. So I'd eat the nugget, and it was really tasty. I bet it was. I would squeeze the nugget until it, it squished out on the sides, and then I knew it was ready. 
that's what I liked about that. But I remember the very first sound I heard. Next door neighbor was a sweet, sweet lady, Mrs. Williams from Georgia, around Georgia, Carolina, and had that drawl. And she would go, well, who are you supposed to be? And uh, bag of nickels and candy corn. First, candy corn was gone by the second house. She only gave me five pieces and a bag of nickels. And I always got a bag of nickels from her because she was always my first house I went to. So I always remembered that. Now, now Kevin, do you want to know what my favorite trick-or-treat experience was? Yes, I would love to. So when I was real young, we had these neighbors. Mm-hmm. And there were two, two older women. In my mind's eye, they were probably 90 years old, but they probably were just 60. Oh, yeah. But, they're, but they lived together, and their, their names were Mabel and Min. Awesome. I love this. And we would we would go into their house, and they always had a little a little baggie. It wasn't Ziploc back then; it was just a baggie. Yeah. And and in that bag there would be some candy, some candy corn, a dollar, mm. and then a packet of hot chocolate and a packet of oatmeal. Oh man! But then that's it. Go what home. They would do no. Oh okay okay. More. Because then they'd take us into the kitchen. Uh oh. And they'd, they'd pull out the wooden cutting board that was, yeah. in, that was in the... Uh, island? Yeah, like the island or the, the, the kitchen sink. Gotcha. Kitchen sink. They'd pull it out, uh-huh. and they would take out the saltine crackers. Uh-oh. Then they'd go over to the refrigerator and pull out the Velveeta cheese. Ugh. I'm sorry. A couple slices yes. of Velveeta cheese and put them on the crackers. Like a little sandwich, Aww. and then, then pat us on our heads, and send us on our way, <laughs> with the knife. No, thank God, the, thank God. Not with the velvet vita and saltines and the little packet. I remember when I was a kid that kids were coming down the streets with velveta cheese in the middle of the crackers and a knife, and they were pointing it at us, and well, I just get scared every time. Well, no, that did, that didn't happen in my little town in Illinois, Peora, Illinois. If you want the... I didn't live in Peoria then. Oh, where were you? I lived in a little town called Pekin. You know, if you want the best water this side of the Mississippi... Pekin, Illinois. Hey. And drink from from the Illinois River. The wonderful Illinois River. Hey, what are you doing, looking at me? No, I'm just Pekin. Pekin, Illinois. I remember when I was trick-or-treating, the biggest deal was making sure to get as much candy as I could in the time allotted. When I was a child, uh, all the way up till about maybe 11, nah, go back, 9, maybe up till 9, my father went with me. Probably about, no, I even say before that, I think I was allowed to go about 8, 7 or 8, because it was safe back then, it was 77. So it's safe to go walking in the neighborhoods. And I remember before that, you had a set amount of, of houses you were allowed to go to, eight, within view of mom's house. You know, you, know, you could go that far. But then when you were allowed to go freer, of course, you, or further, folks, please know we're having a thunderstorm as I record this. It'll add to the effects that are already playing. Now back to your show. It actually sounds like you're peeing. Excuse me. I have to, man. I don't get many breaks. And when I went out on my own, I found out that I could get the bags much fuller. When did you reach an, a point where you realized this could be an endless night? I could go until I really realized that nobody wants to open their door. Because that's what I pushed all the time. Irritating people. Just like, 
Come on. Enough. And they open the door and throw crap in your <laughs> store slam shut. When did that happen for you? Well, do you, well, do, do you remember back then, everybody gave candy. Oh, yeah, every single person. Everybody gave candy. Nowadays, you walk around and, like, one light and the whole block will be on. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, I remember I was probably... I was probably nine or ten when I actually got to go on my own. It really was not my own. It was my, with my group of friends. Right. And that and that's when we got to not only go on my neighborhood, but we got to go on my buddy's neighborhood, and then all the houses in between. Yeah, exactly. So, so by the time we were done, we usually each had about a bag and a half full of candy. <laughs> you had to make sure you had two bags. <laughs> Wait, I never made the two bag run. I like that. I wish. I, I, I did a two-bag run, but I had never made a two-bag run. Well, and then around the corner from where I used to live, there was this really nice Italian gentleman. And he had the full-size candy bars. Of course. Yeah. But only for us. Oh, really? Just the lappies? Yes. Yeah, well, the, the, there, were, there were several kids in the neighborhood that would go over and talk to him during the summertime. Ah, uh, so he appreciated so that. Those kids... Yep. So that those kids. So he was a. So he would treat the the kids that he knew nothing about like pure crap and give them like a tootsie roll and then you would get the big. Absolutely. Oh my. Absolutely. They'd get some. They'd get some, uh, you know, spaghetti sauce or a meatball or something. So if you knew that, would you prepare by talking to him more throughout the year, almost like he was Santa Claus and milk oh, milk him for every Milky Way you could milk him for? He, he would. He was he was a really nice old man and had a lot of stories. Oh, forgive me. Look at that pessimist me trying to ruin the tree all the time. How old were you when you last stopped trick or treating? Unfortunately, the last time I trick or treated was in two thousand and nineteen with Jocelyn. Oh, and well, as I mean for yourself. Oh, for myself. Well, that was it. I yeah. was, I was in. Oh. I went to the houses with her, and oh, the, nice. I was dressed up as a giant Grim Reaper, and I would go on my knees and stand next to her and Eli, and they were my height on my knees, and they'd open the door, and I'd just keep my mouth shut, get candy, and then I'd thank you, stand up. <laughs> I've done that with uh, Caitlin too when I went trick or treating with her uh, when she was younger, her and her friend, and we went out shrinking and growing Grim Reaper guy and that's that was always a go-to just to sneak candy really fast and I love that I miss that so much one thing I do want to say I've noticed that Halloween is spilling more into the streets do you know what I mean by that like there's more Halloween stores than there used to be when I was a kid it's not like they they have stores strictly for Halloween we didn't have that you had to wait for the aisles one aisle in the supermarket, but they would cram that with everything, of course. And and I've noticed that neighborhoods now are starting to share more because of like the Spirit Halloween Company and all of the other Halloween companies that have put out so many things outlandishly priced, of course, but people will buy them. And uh, right. it does help make the money go around. And all of a sudden, you've got these big monstrous haunts in your neighborhood. I love that. And we're going to talk about that in our next episode. Of Jack's Lantern. 
Serbinator Lang on Facebook and Twitter. All shows available in iTunes, Stitcher, RSS Download, and Google Play. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.